For many businesses across Ireland, it's still not business as usual. OnPost Commerce is here to help you get through. Our Advantage card saves you money when you purchase stamps and parcel label packs for your business. So you can grow your orders and keep your costs down too. Get your Advantage card today at your local post office or at onpost.com forward slash commerce. OnPost Commerce. For your world. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we recommend all the podcasts that you need to be listening to. And then we review the podcasts that we recommend. I am one of your castologists here with... Liz Best, one of your other castologists. And... Mick Bleaker. The final castologist. He's not a qualified castologist. He's like small C castologist. (laughs) Oh, you're qualified by now. I'm sorry. It's been a while. Yeah. Can we... uh, I was going to say, let's do an off-air count of how many episodes I've done. Okay. (laughs) Or we could make it on air. What are you trying to hide, Nicholas? All right. Hang on. Let me check right now. This is boring for everybody. (laughs) Let's move on. So if you are joining us for the first time, we do exactly what I just said. We're each going to recommend a podcast for the others to listen to, and the next week we'll come back and review it. But at the end of this episode, we'll review the ones that we recommended last week. Look, it sounds complicated, but just you, you're smart. Go with it. You, you got it. this. You got this. If you're yeah. after new podcasts, this you're going to get six if this is the first yeah, one that you're yeah. listening to. Yeah. This is where you need to be. It's right here. All right. So we don't have a theme this week. Nope. We're just bringing some podcasts to the table. Yeah. So who would like to go first? Uh, Nick, you can. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, so my uh, recommendation for this week is The Pitch from Gimlet Media. So uh-huh. Gimlet is like one of those big podcasting people. Yep. Um, the Pitch is basically kind of like uh, Dragon's Den. You, you guys ever seen like Dragon's Den? It's like Investment I, I, or Shark Tank? I, Shark Tank, yeah. yeah Shark yeah. Tank I'm familiar with. Um, <clears throat> so it's essentially that sort of stuff. Is Dragon's Den like the, the, it's the British, British one. version? Right. Yeah. I mean, I it's a so. better name than fucking Shark Tank, but whatever. Yeah, um, cool. So essentially it's a podcast that is that records like people – pitching ideas to investors and it's like a rotating group of investors Um, and they just basically pitch apps products it's very similar to Shark Tank and it's kind of live in the sense that they are addressing the the panel live and then they actually do return to see how the product goes and investment goes and all that sort of stuff so yeah is it gamified at all or is it literally just like sitting at it's a table with people talking about a pitch it's pretty straightforward Um, there's no sort of like gaming mechanics or anything Mm -hmm. like that that I took out of it well when i say gamey like like game show oh presentation. no no yeah. it, it's very much led um by a host that okay. is, just yeah. describes like the app the person pitching it and then also the obviously investors game and then, shows have hosts uh, this is <laughs> fucking different all right Liz. give me a fucking break um so yeah it's not really like the inve- obviously like the prize if it were to be a game show is the investment itself yes um but for the most part it's in terms of structure it's very similar to like shark tank and dragon's den so yeah the pitch Weekly? Yes. Cool. Wait, I think episodes. it's weekly. Fucking hell. It's like 40 minutes an episode. Okay. Yeah. So it varies. So one one pitch per episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, And it's pretty extensive because a few of them talk about how, like, like the social media stuff. So there's apps that go out there like to manage social media. Um, you do learn a fair bit of how, like, uh, tech operates and what the thought process is behind closed doors, which mm. I found pretty interesting. So. Right. Um, and also just product development itself. If you're interested in is it, it, like like all ranges of products, so like it could be literally anything, or this yeah. okay. Yeah. Cool. So there's like 
there's lots of weird fucking names and shit because it's all startups. Yeah, So cool. it's basically just startups coming along being like... Give me money. Yeah, exactly. And here's why. Yeah. And cool. then sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. That seems anxiety-making for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it, look, I'll be honest. What about even yeah. if you don't have any stakes in the game? I You underestimate my anxiety. <laughs> you think I need... <laughs> I get oh. anxious when there's nothing on the line that nobody's got anything on the line. Sweet summer child. Well, to allay your anxiety, how about I go next? Okay, sure. It's really sweet. Okay. Yep, that's thanks for throwing yourself on that one. So this one, this this podcast is I found this podcast because I wanted to make this podcast and found someone else was doing it already. Um, it's called Girls on Porn. Uh, So, and it is pretty much exactly that. You have two hosts and they usually have a guest and they uh, pick a theme or a type of porn or a genre and they review what is available and whether it's ethical and stuff like that. But they're basically just people who consume porn exploring the world of pornography. Yeah, right. Um, So they start out each episode with a bit of stats or statistics on like, like if there's a, if this particular theme is popular in which countries and like if there's a lot available and where the different communities are and that sort of thing. Right, so they break it down and give you a bit of an education on the genre. Yeah. yeah. It's not like before, parody. It doesn't parody Before just sitting like there that. and being like, oh, that guy's butt's on my screen. Look at his butt. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot things. of butt talk. <laughs> um, they try, they, they do really keep it very like body positive and talk okay. about like what they like and what it, whether they like gelled with this or yeah. whether they they found it interesting because i mean they they kind of have topics brought to them with their with their guest uh sometimes they just have a topic just by themselves mm. uh but yeah so this is really interesting i as an asexual person who do not understand porn as in on a personal level mm. i understand what it is and why it exists yes but i don't connect with it yeah. in a way that a lot of people do this is very interesting for me Right. Cool. Um, particularly the ASMR one, I, I because everyone being a podcaster, everyone, everyone who gets on a mic says, "Oh, let's do an ASMR podcast." And then, then does this That's whispering articulating everything. I saw. <laughs> Don't make mouth noises into the mic. I saw a video of Gillian Anderson. Oh, recording ASMR, and I'm like, this makes me. Physically cringe. They have an episode of the new season. It's new series of Will and Grace, where where they go to someone's house and Jack and Karen have a fight over an <laughs> like on an ASMR podcast, and they're just both whispering and getting furious and over articulate. It's hilarious. That actually sounds pretty funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I, I I listen to this. I subscribe to this. I've been listening to it for a couple of months now. It's very entertaining. Cool. Um, the hosts are very personable. Uh, episodes go for about half an hour, forty minutes, and released weekly. Amazing. Fuck yeah. Porn. Let's get on it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So I, I will say they're very upfront and frank. They don't kind of. It's not like gross, yeah. dirty. It's like tee hee hee porn. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, they had sex. Yeah. And I laughed because sometimes pawns are funny. Sometimes pawns, pawns. are funny. <laughs> they call them pawns. pawns. <laughs> <laughs> In Australia, we call them pornos. Pornos, I mean, yeah. It's yeah, gross. We, we I don't can, like it. No, but they do. They, 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 the men, mm. <laughs> the men folk, that's what they call them. All right. So let's get away from the pawn and on to mine. Okay. Um, so. This is probably one of the shortest descriptions 
that I'm ever going to have for a podcast because it is exactly what it says on the label. So this is r slash podcast. Uh, it's literally just a YouTuber that goes over subreddits and reads out funny <laughs> stories from Reddit. He has a YouTube channel. He's been doing the YouTube for a number of years now. He decided to bring out the podcast. He liter- It's just other people's stories read out in a funny voice. And I fucking live for it because <laughs> let me tell you why. This is my de-stress podcast. Oh. This is my I can put it on at the end of a day, know exactly what I'm getting, listen to stories, and listen to him doing his whiny voice when he's talking about other people being Karens in department stores. And I just, I just love it. I don't know why it titillates me so much, and maybe you guys will be able to identify why I love this podcast so much, but. I started listening and I must have binged every single episode that there was and then got really upset that there wasn't any more. Um, How many episodes are there? I think there was about 30 something. Oh, so a decent amount. Yeah, 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 like a decent amount. Um, I prefer the r slash pro revenge or petty revenge ones. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's on brand. Nuclear revenge is a little bit too far for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like Hiroshima? Well, (laughs) the nuclear revenge is when someone goes like so way over the top. One of them was someone hit somebody with a thing of bees I don't know like it a disparate a, reaction like the yeah. most ridiculous possibly murder maybe it's Life a creepypasta sort of story shit. kind of okay. yeah um, I don't really like a lot of the nice guys v nice girls which is where people on the internet are like I'm a nice guy why don't you date me because that's was my life and I don't enjoy that anymore <laughs> um, but like the entitled parents the choosing beggars any of those oh, kinds of stories oh yeah. malicious compliance malicious is also compliance one of my favorites my favorite reddit i think <laughs> yeah yeah so this is just this is just it's it is exactly what it says on the label he just reads out other people's cool stories i don't give a shit if they're real or not they're so funny i, I mean, hope that, they're real yeah that does sound like a youtube idea yeah so yeah it is a I mean, youtube idea that has then been turned into a podcast and sometimes he's like and also, he's got a dog. He's got a dog that at the end of some episodes, he'll just do the bloopers of his dog, like interrupting him saying the stories, and it's really cute. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I don't how, know who he is, though. Because how long are the episodes? Uh, usually about 20, 25 minutes, so they're okay. usually quite short. Sometimes they'll go to about 35. Is that just one story? Yeah, is it just one? Or no, is it? no, no, no. It's multiple stories. So oh, he'll so just do like six stories on malicious compliance or two stories on pro-revenge and then end pro-revenge and start Entitled Parents. Oh, okay, you know, okay. so It's he, just little bite-sized stories. He picks a subreddit per episode. Sometimes there's two. Oh, okay. So it'll oh, say... So like nice guys and nice girls. Yeah. And oh, it'll, okay. But it'll say, like, I'll start an episode and it'll be like, this is malicious compliance. And then halfway through it, it'll be like, and that was malicious compliance. And now we have entitled parents. So they're not always titled as correctly as they could be. But you know what? Like, I, it's just people's garbage stories and it makes me happy. So whatever. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, though. I tried to look. I tried to research. I tried to find. He's just like... Got his URL, not yeah, URL, yeah. but you know his little handle, yeah, whatever. Handle. Yeah. I don't tech, um, and I just know his dog. Okay, his dog is Hugo. Oh, that's really sweet. I know. Well, shout out to Hugo. Yay! All right, well, that's the three recommendations this week. So listen to them, and we'll get back and review them last week. But let's review. <laughs> let's 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 review the ones that we uh, <laughs> we suggested last week. Do we want to? Start um, with the big one Let's rip or end the with the big one. Yeah, rip the band-aid off. Yeah. So last week um, I recommended Chasing Cosby. Um, it's rough. 
in some parts, but it's about obviously Bill Cosby, America's dad, and all of the rapes he did. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of the victim voices in it, which is why I think it's important that we listen to it. What did you guys think? Then you go. I loved it. Mm-hmm. This is possibly the best podcast I've ever listened to. Holy I shit. Think. Yeah. Um, just because it is by the journalist that broke the story. Yes. It has so many victim statements. It is not talking about Cosby at all. It's only about his crimes and the impacts that they had. And it is very important. Like, Hunting Warhead was great and interesting. Mm. Um, but I there isn't a lot that you can take away from Hunting Warhead and apply to your own life. Mm-hmm. As a man... Chasing Cosby is very important to see exactly how women are treated in this situation, how yeah. how they can be minimised and how they were for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Chasing Cosby is a very important podcast. It is rough, but it never dwells on the kind of gross side of the No, it's the crimes. emotions, which yeah. I think is is almost harder to deal with. Like that Ep three, I was crying driving yeah. down the oh, freeway. Absolutely. Yeah, Ep three was yeah. was rough. I think for me that was the the catalyzing moment for me listening to this because I I don't probably wouldn't say this is the best podcast to listen to, but it's it's absolutely up there. Um because a lot of the survivor stories that we get from the people that are interviewed for this are very confronting and they're very straightforward. They don't go into like a crazy amount of depth. It was like you know, Bill fucking drugged me. Mm. This happened. You know, he said this, this happened. I found it really chilling to find out about the cast member, mm-hmm. which I th- didn't know about. This is all stuff that I am completely not. I just know that he's a fucking sex offender and he's a piece of shit. And that's yeah. as far as it goes. And yeah. this teaches me a lot about the extent of what he did. And it doesn't use it as a way to defend. It doesn't use it as a way to uh, normalize his behavior. It's basically like he was a fuck. He is a fuck. And this and is we'll the kind of shit. To be yeah. A fuck. Exactly. And I didn't realize that the show was still releasing episodes. Yes. This is the thing I was yeah. actually surprised by because I subscribed to it because I was like, I'm in. And then one came through and I was like, oh shit, fuck, they're still going. It's, yeah. Like, I <clears throat> assume, this is why I did a swap out because I had something else I was recommending. And I listened to the first few episodes of, of Chasing Cosby and I was like, we have to do this because everyone has to listen to it. And I think it really proves the difference between someone who's jumped on the bandwagon and needs to research a topic and someone who's broken the topic and knows it on such a level that she knows exactly yep. where to take you in the story and knows exactly whose voices deserve to be heard and whose voices do not. Yeah. 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 And I found it as a, it's a really interesting companion piece to the uh, book she said by uh, the two New York Times journalists that do the wine, wine scene breaking story mm-hmm. but theirs is about the journalistic side of things and then going into what he did this is literally just less about the journalistic process and more telling the stories of the survivors but also Bill Cosby's back, background and then what he did over the course of and his, how many people yeah, ignored it and how absurd. many people allowed these women to go unheard for so long yeah. like I just I, I and I said this last episode even if it's a little bit tough I implore you men and women to listen to it because it's taken so long for these women to get their voices heard and there's so many other women who aren't getting their voices heard in topics such as these and I just think that we need to support them wherever we can and, and know the truth of what's happening yeah yeah the fact that there were being there were jokes 
being made on stand-up stages before there was a criminal investigation is ridiculous. Yes, yeah. and absolutely. Hearing, and you yeah. get to hear that too. Yes, like yeah. they and it's a, play and that. It's a, and it's a and it's a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's guys who get up and go, "This guy's a piece of shit." When women say, "This guy's a piece of shit," everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. It's like all men are bad. Lol. It's like, no, that's not the no. place that it's coming from. It's coming from yep. a genuine place. Of so, if you can this. be an ally, please do. Yeah. Because yeah, for sure. Sometimes, unfortunately, your white male privilege means that you can speak up a lot louder than we can at also, the moment. Also, believe women. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Simple. The end. The end. Uh, so. Yeah. Sorry about that being rough, but it was just as soon as I listened to it, I was like, "This is fucking important." Yeah, it is. And like I said, I think it's not just because it's important that it's probably my favorite podcast at the moment. It's because the like the way that it is presented, the the journalists, the the Broken mm. presents it in such a concise and effective manner. And I think this is because, like, unlike people who've jumped on brand new podcasts and start researching it, she's been on this case for 15 years, yeah. so she's condensed it to the important shit that we need to know. Yeah, and like yeah. Nick said before, you hear from the victims and they don't go into 20-minute stories of what happened to them. They have it down to... Seven the, sentences. The finest of details. And you know what's yeah. really depressing yeah. about that, though, is that as soon as you put people like that up on the stand, people go, she's too rehearsed, therefore it can't be true. Like, Which yeah. is Ugh. fucking <laughs> garbage. All right, well, let's let's go to some slightly light affair with uh, Nick's recommendation from last week. My recommendation from last week was the foreign policies show I Spy, hosted by Margot Martindale. Short series about spies, simple as that. KGB, Mossad, CIA, all that sort of stuff. It may or may not appeal to you. I'm curious to see how you guys liked or disliked it. Liz is moving around like she fucking hated it. So, and she's about to roast me. That's cool. I'm expecting to be roasted. That's fine. Are you fine. really? Yeah. You're moving, you're bouncing around I'm with happy. like this. Yeah, yeah. because Buoyancy my that. first sentence of my notes is I friggin' love oh, spies. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, this is, is great. me. Yeah, cool. This is, if I, when I'm angry, you'll know because I'll put both hands on the table and I'll be looking at you like this, head tilted. It's like, let's. It's fight. like, let's yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. bitch. No, but also um, you have like the buoyancy of no, like, I'm going to like, torture you. I love spies. Yes, yeah, go. Um, I found this whole thing really fascinating. The first one I listened to was the one about the sleeper agent. Yeah, amazing. Episode. And I was like, this guy, like, these people have entire lives. Like, they get married, they have kids, they don't tell anyone what they do, and then Russia's all of a sudden just like, come back, bitch. And he's like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. Holy shit, you're going to die. Um, I just, I love spies and finding from people who are actual spies hearing, because I, I don't know why I didn't think it was going to be actual spies talking about their actual lives, <laughs> but it was. Because and spies was, aren't allowed. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, are these people yeah. going to die or what? But it was so interesting. And um, like, and I said, I cannot wait to hear more about the rad and terrifying stuff that spies get up to. Amen. The end. End of story. Did you Loved listen to all it. of it? And I listened to two and a half cool. episodes yeah. and it's on my list for the rest of time because spies are great. And now I'm really regretting not going to the Spyscape Museum in New York with Eugenia. I'm sorry. Oh, that would have been sick. I know. I had a slightly different reaction. Yeah, to I know. Well, you're I'm not get a roasted. spies person. I'm yeah, not, not a spies, spies person. person. Yeah. And the idea of this podcast is great. And I was expecting yeah. to love it. Uh, and I just kind of drifted away whenever it kind of got into it mm. and I just I struggled to latch on and I don't know why mm. um it's presented in a fine way I'm I think I'm just not interested in that what, actual spycraft sp- well, oh, this is yeah, what you said last spycraft. week like yeah. when we when Nick first introduced it you said I'm just not really into sp- 
spies. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm just not. like secrets, lies, <laughs> yeah. intrigue, hooray. I just find it was just interesting hearing about How the do people live lives, their lives yeah. like that? Them being able to like disconnect from previous lives. The compartmentalization is insane. Yeah, yeah. And I think the sleeper agent episode for me was the big thing because it was obviously in, like influencing the politics, which I found incredibly interesting, but also just the fact mm. that these people live double lives and they are able to disconnect from I'm previous talking lives. Talking about like strangers standing next to them on a train platform in the middle of the morning, like before the sun's come up, being like, "You have to come home." Like fucking yeah, freaky. No, which is legit, but also, oh my god, I know. I was just like, "This is such a great story." Yeah. This really happened. And as I'm glad that you've had this reaction to it because it means that it's a Zane it's, thing. It's me. It's not the podcast. Yeah, yeah the podcast no, I think is the podcast fine. Um, it's just I didn't connect with it's the content. It's a slice of lifey kind of like I love people telling their own stories. I love it. And mm. when like I just don't understand how spies can be spies and make their like I can't even make my life work out without all of the <laughs> lies and intrigue and and government secrets. Like but maybe they- if you had that, then you would have one solid point to build the rest of your life around. Okay, so Azio, <laughs> get in touch. Hit him up. <laughs> get in touch. Okay, so we've got a, a love from Zane and a love from Liz. Uh, let's go on to my recommendation, which was the one-episode, one-hour documentary podcast called Queer Muslim Sex Worker, which is basically uh, a one-hour documentary. documentary. Um, I was really confused. I'll say this from the outset because I was like, Zane, there's, I can't find this show for one. Um, and also, is the show I'm looking at right? There's one episode. Um I thought this was an absolutely fantastic learning experience for someone like me. Um, I also found it to be very wholesome in terms of its delivery. Mm. Um, so I can't remember her name. I'm blanking on it. Uh, Maria. Look, none of us are good anyway, with names. Yeah. Ma- Mary? Mary. It starts with M, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I found them telling their story. Um, sorry, because I couldn't remember what her uh, what their pronoun was. Um their story was incredibly interesting in terms of Miriam. Miriam, Miriam. Yep. started with M. It was an M. We're sort of close. It's fine. <laughs> We're really sorry, um, Miriam. Yeah, sorry, Miriam. Um, the whole I found the listening to this for one hour was incredibly valuable to me personally, learning about sex work, um, what it's like to live as a queer person in a Muslim society in Britain, mm. which is just it's everything that like it it's minorities it's just i couldn't like i couldn't relate to it because like you know i'm a person of privilege and all this other shit but Mm. like for me i'm like glad that i listened to it because hearing how they approach their sex work over the computer but also how their community reacted to them coming out and their families and just the environment in which they work was terrific i am glad that it's only one episode Mm. um because I feel like you could have told this over a few, but just having it pushed into a really succinct one hour bit was perfect. This is an excellent show. I really honestly would recommend it to anyone that is interested or that wants to be educated or that should be educated. Or that just likes those people's stories, hearing people's stories. So I, completely unrelated, was heading out to Narang Bar to get something off eBay and I thought, okay, well, I'll put this podcast on and I'm really glad that I listened to it in one Hit. Yeah. Also, whilst I was just kind of driving so that I could just concentrate on being on the road and listening to the story and having it kind of wash over me. Um, this reminded me a lot of Sugar Baby Confessionals. A little bit. Like yeah. um, just in terms of the, the, the cuts or what cutaways where the host would be like, and then that got me thinking about this and that and the other. Um, I found it fascinating but uh, like very sad. And yeah. um, 
you know, they went into a lot of detail about like living the double or triple life depending on how many layers that she's yeah, juggling yeah. being like queer and a sex worker and like fuck and a Muslim. And and one thing that, that I, I they went into a lot of detail of explaining about how she deals with all these things but what, what I didn't feel like I got from it is how she can be a part of a religion that is against so many things that she's like they talked a lot about how she hides you know i yeah. hide this from people because this is seen as bad in my religion and this is seen as bad in my religion i'm like well, why is it your religion man well that and i think that's something that i think we in australia as a rather secular society yeah. are a bit separated from because people who grow up in very religious um surroundings tend to view religion as a constant it's not a choice. Yeah. So even if you are queer, you are also still a Muslim queer yeah, person. But like, <laughs> I don't, I, it just, it, it was a real mind block for me because honestly, if I was, like, I know that you're saying it's, it's a constant, not a choice. And I know that this is the case for a lot of people, but I get, I oh mean, I guess it's the same as my mum voted liberal for years in the, even though the liberals hate lesbians. So I guess it's just, I don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just, and that, I think that's just another part of her story is learning about her relationship with religion. With religion. But yeah. we didn't really yeah. talk about it because, again, I, This yeah. is one, like, if, if there were to be, like, an extra mini-sode step on this, I would like to know what her relationship with religion is now. Mm. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's uh, without giving things away, there's some dramatic shifts and changes that happen throughout the podcast, and I'd kind of like to, to know, Miriam or anybody else's like if if you're part of a religion that disagrees with who you are and, and what you do, how do you reconcile that within yourself? Yeah. You know, do you how how I would find it difficult to find a lot of self love when everybody around me is telling me that what I'm doing is hateful. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it tough. got. But the good thing about this podcast is that it's got me it. thinking yeah. these yeah. things. So yeah, I recommend listening to it in one chunk if you can. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would benefit from breaks. Um, no, no at all. I don't think so. so. And it if you don't have time to listen to like forty to a 44, yeah. 44 minutes, I think it was. Yeah. Because um, I went, I've got exactly enough time to go to Narangba <laughs> and back. Um, so if you don't have time to listen to forty-four minutes in one go, save it till you do. I reckon. Yeah. But yeah, fascinating. I also loved. Miriam's delivery of her story mm. to me how she talked about it was that she's accepted everything yeah like, and I, I I mean she might dispute that who knows but for me listening to her it sounded like she'd accepted everything along the way of who she was the society she lives in the people she op- I like, felt works like that with got jarred a little bit towards the end yeah with, with the changes a little and bit, that's why yeah. I was kind of like oh, I want to hear more now that these changes have happened yeah I would be curious to see if there's any sort of like pieces not Podcast, but written pieces perhaps yeah. on what Miriam's doing now because this is like three years old. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's quite. It's well, I say old. It's old in the sphere of a podcast. Yeah. Um. No, it was great. Yeah. I yeah, it was good. It was amazing. Really thought provoking stuff. Mm. Yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it because it was. It's kind of like a simple little bite. Yeah. Podcast. You yeah. know, I love those slice of life podcasts. I do, but it is. Yeah. It, and again, it is kind of a unique situation in that it is just. One episode, and yeah. that's, that's and it, it literally is exactly what it says in the title. Exactly, right. that's a hundred percent. Is exactly what it is on the label. Yeah. All right. Well, that is us for this week. Uh, come back next week where we will review the podcast that we suggested at the top of this episode. I suggested Girls on Porn, which is two ladies reviewing and exploring the world of modern pornography. And please. 
I did r slash podcast. It's just some guy reading stories off the internet and I love it. And I did the pitch, which is just Shark Tank. So, <laughs> <laughs> But in podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With different people, not Shark Tank, yeah. we'll get sued. Yeah. And we'll be bringing you three more recommendations. If you want to submit your podcast to us, you can do that on any of the social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter, or at our home on the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology, where there is a handy form for you to fill out with all your details. Uh, and please recommend us to anyone in your office or in your circle of friends that enjoy podcasts. Mm. Oh, and can I enemies. just say, we did get a response back from, I think his name was Rhett, <laughs> yes, who uh, was reviewed Rhett. our containers uh, podcast. He uh, <clears throat> he said that he was taking, he was sticking up for the new guy by giving us four stars because we were dissing containers. <laughs> um, then he asked if I was single, and my response to that would be, yeah, I am, but not for someone who gets text stars off for my petty arguments. So <laughs> Because... That, that's that's what you've got. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's who I am. Yeah. So if you're going to take a star away from me being a sassy bitch, then you can't handle this. Um, while Liz <laughs> says that I'm having a victory sip of water, so <laughs> thank you, Red. Cheers, mm. cheers, bitches. Yeah. So if you want to outdo Red, go give us five, five stars, stars, and maybe I'll date you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a dangerous proposition uh, to put out on the internet, but that's fine. Uh, I've been Zancy Weather here with Liz Best and. Nick Bleaker. And we'll be back next week. Until then, everyone. Bye. We love love Yonder Yonder Festival. I love Yonder. I am Snug, and I am at Yonder Festival and loving it. Yonder is awesome. It is just beautiful. It's calm. Everyone's just really lovely. And, yeah. The Yonder Festival has come and gone for this year, but we're going to do our best to keep the festival spirit alive in your hearts and in your ears with the Yonder Podcast. We will be talking to the musicians that played for us, the artists who painted for us, the comedians that jerked for us, the producers who hosted us, and the poets who spoke for us. Yonder was an escape from the toils of everyday life and the Yonder podcast will be your fortnightly portal back to a simpler time when the music was playing and the drinks were flowing. It's such a, a relaxed, beautiful festival. We love Yonder! You! <laughs> That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognise their mother's voice from inside the womb. That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar. And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add Red Unlimited SIM only as a third plan with Red Family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. 10, 9, 8. Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. 3, 2, 1, liftoff! 
treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series. With only 76 calories per pack, pick one up in store.